Yo, Eagles Nation, stand up. Put it <laughs> looking like another grease pole night in Philly. Philly, Philly, the hex. Yo, Labor Day edition of the pod. What's up, everybody? American holidays. Um, welcome, appreciate you being here. Subscribe if you haven't already. It is a special episode here. V is out of town, redacted location, so it's a straight sausage fest up in here. We, uh, we sausage party, sausage party, dude. Um, we do this. We've it's began to be a thing with the fantasy hockey draft. Hot Joe calls in. Mm-hmm. Fantasy football is a big thing, and in, uh, in this country where we celebrate Labor Day. So, a uh, good buddy of mine been on the pod before, back when the pod was total cheeks. Um, <laughs> some would say it's cheeks still. But uh, we, we hope we're improving. My guy Wampler's here. How's it going, brother? It's going great, man. I'm hoping I have a little bit better performance this pod. I uh, wasn't ready last time. I think this topic's a little bit more up my alley. So no, we'll you, Yeah, you're good, dude. The key to being here is just never be ready. <laughs> Honestly, it just kind of happens. Do you think I'm ever ready? I never know what they're coming in here with. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's just like... We'll be talking and then, oh, by the way, Justin, yeah. here's this. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is basically Eagles pod with ADHD. <laughs> More or less. Hey, man, the Eagles looking good this year. Well, let's hope, dude. Let's hope. I, it all it all goes it all comes down to to your quarterback that you drafted Saturday night. So we'll get to we'll get to the fantasy draft because we talk you and I talk a shit ton of fantasy football together. So I'm geek for this. But before we like break down particulars of the fantasy football draft and strategies and have fantasy football talk, Justin's in the hockey league, so we all do fantasy drafts. This is the first draft I've ever had sober completely sober no no anything so i don't know like for you guys draft wise like what how you approach it but this was a very unique experience for me uh for me it's i've only done the two and since i'm sober sobriety both times it, yeah. yeah uh it's it just is what it is you pick pick top available right do, do what you do you know? yeah this was the first one where i've had it was a very busy draft day for one but we got everything done, and it's like this was the first one where I had all my faculties, and I actually found myself a little more disorganized because I was used to going into the draft kind of that way. Like mm-hmm. I know there were times where the clock was draining on your boy Saturday night because I was multitasking a lot, and there was a lot going on, and I'm like, okay, fuck, where's my board? What do I do? Because last year was the first time I drafted uh, not consuming liquid, mm-hmm. little uh, little smoke smoke. Uh-huh. And that benefited me because championship. Yes. So I was like, okay, <laughs> let's let's be sober as a judge this year. And I don't know. The jury's still out. We haven't even played a game yet, dude. Yeah, I think you got to practice like you play, right? So if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna get drunk all the time, you got to draft drunk. Practice your drafts drunk. Uh, it's kind of like how high, you know, <laughs> study high, take the test high, get yeah. high scores, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. It, well, there's. I, it's different if you're going to be stoned. I think booze is because there's a line with it where 
I've found like, it, you know, like I was telling you a story before we came on, like you draft almost too weird and you wake up the next day like, what the fuck yeah. happened here? Yeah. Because there was a day where like I felt really great about my squad and I woke up in the morning and saw my starting running backs were Detroit <laughs> Reggie Bush and Danny Woodhead. And I was like, <laughs> like that's the equivalent in hockey, dude, of your starting goalies being like fucking last year's version of carter hart and <laughs> fucking mackenzie blackwood yeah it's like uh going to the bar at last call and thinking you're going home with scarlett johansson and then you wake up with a uh, rosie o'donnell over there yeah dude <laughs> like yeah. the guy who drafted two in our league he woke up he woke up with rosie o'donnell <laughs> yeah man yeah dude there there was a lot of wild picks dude a lot yeah that one was egregious it was so uh, let me ask you this then if if somebody goes out of the way to make like a wild pick like that are you happy about it or does it screw everything up so i'll say this it was it was my son that made the pick oh okay <laughs> you're Sorry. good no you're good <laughs> you're good that. <laughs> that's part of what i want this to be because it's like this is gonna be but he he's gotta he, learn he knew like Young yeah, man needs to learn the three of us were at the house we were drafting together and you know i like you can't nobody's whatever there's no collusion mm -hmm. otherwise i would have been like yeah maybe not do that <laughs> but you know, and we had V's brother Kenny on Skype too, so like we were all chopping it up together, family and shit. Very and cool. Yeah, dude. But and he was like, the way the draft started to go was dudes were like people were taking stacks, which is like a quarterback and a receiver. So every time they link up, you get double points. Right. Uh, Sean had drafted Tyreek Hill. Speaking of pieces of shit from <laughs> Miami, because he's thirteen and doesn't know the entire you know right. scope. And so he was like, okay, you know. I had already taken Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen, which we'll talk about that pick because I've been regretting the fuck out of that ever since. Fuck you for getting the right charges receiver. Hey, <laughs> Got to get them touchdown upside, man. Yeah, dude. And uh, but it, I think there was another one. V had already taken Joe Burrow and T Higgins, I believe. So he was like, okay, like I'm going to take Tua here to go with Tyreek Hill. And in my mind, like if you want somebody, take him. But it's like, man, you kind of waited. You, like, you yeah, could have waited on Team, team get your guys. Yeah. Team, get your guys. I'm never mad at somebody for getting their guy, but you got to know ADP. You got to know you can snag that guy in, like, round yeah. seven or eight or something yeah. like that. Then you always got situations like me where I waited too long on a guy and you sniped me on Rashad Bateman. Yeah. So, but, yeah, it's it's – it is cool. Like, for me, I love when dudes reach because it's like that's going to trickle people oh, yeah. down the board. Oh, yeah. That makes you know? volume fall down the board. Every time somebody yeah. that's um, higher on your board is still there, it's a great thing. So people yes. that are lower going, sign me up. Yeah. You love it, dude. You love it. So the more, like, the more. The problem was, like, the egregious picks that I thought were going to happen in this draft didn't. Mm. Yeah. There were different ones. It wasn't bad. It really wasn't bad. I was looking at the draft earlier today, and um, the Tua one was the only bad one before, like, round nine. And in round nine, I think Justin Tucker went, and then a couple of mm -hmm. other bad picks in round nine. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. But uh, it was good until then. And when you start getting in the double-digit rounds, you know, you can pretty much take whoever you want. So yeah. I thought it all in all, I was impressed with the drafting in this league. It was a good draft, dude. It was a good draft. You always have a few outliers. Tucker's the one that <laughs> – Tucker, so it's a Raven fan heavy league with V and her brother, and I think her brother's the one that took Tucker. Yeah, he got the Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews stack. That's Great the other stack. one. That's Great the other stack. one I was trying to think of. Yeah, you want a you want elite tight end, and you want rushing quarterback. Those are uh, yes. two of the three keys to fantasy success. Yep, rushing quarterback, elite tight end, and the uh, third one would be draft players on good teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stay away from Jets. Stay mm -hmm. away from you know Texans, Bears, yeah. Falcons, yeah, Panthers. 
As we're talking about it, I'm like, I have players from a couple of those teams, too. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's you know, you, but you got to go for volume, too. And that's what ended up op- making me opt for Keenan Allen over Mike Williams, knowing full well, like, you know, as you're watching, like, same in hockey, dude, you're watching that clock run down, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, fuck, man, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Like, volume versus what I know is the better pick, and I'm like, I didn't have a volume guy yet, so I took the Chargers. I took it, – it depends who you think is the better of the Chargers receivers. But it – Keenan Allen tends to get more targets. Then again, Keenan Allen's also old and made of peanut brittle. Well, <laughs> I don't know. So, Mike Williams always tries to climb the ladder up to the fifth story and then land yeah. on his spinal column. So he might go out <laughs> week one with a spectacular catch for a broken spine. We'll see. Which is true. Which is true. Either I was geeked I got Herbert. Herbert's my dude. Oh, yeah. Um, that, Herbert won me the fucking league last year. Yeah, AFC West, man. There's going to be a ton of shootouts. And not only yep. does the AFC West get to play the AFC West, they also play the NFC West. So yes. that's 10 games mm-hmm. that those teams are going to just the, track meets. Dude. The point totals are going to be through the roof. It's going to be fantasy gold. Yep. And that's that's the thing you have to take into consideration, too, is like you have to draft based off the division. You have to. That That's what would help me narrow it down like defensively. I ended up taking Tampa's defense because it's like the entire NFC South is cheeks. But <laughs> as we're talking about it, dude, like I, I want next year, like IDP is way better than team defense. Yeah. Um. So a lot of the fantasy experts, yeah, they'll play in IDP leagues, but a lot of it's moved to no kickers, no defenses at all. Three wide receivers and a flex. Um, my high stakes league that I run, I got away, I got rid of kickers, but we still have de- team defense next year. I'm looking to get rid of team defense at a third wide receiver spot. That way you're just spending your time evaluating offensive talent. You don't need to go back and look at these niche positions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely cause I was thinking about going to like eventually like an edge rusher, a linebacker and a safety. I love the IDP element, dude. Yeah. That would be cool, man. I, I, I haven't it, done it. Yeah, it, it adds – I love strategies in the draft, dude, and we've talked about that. Like, the more – like, you watch people's draft kind of unfold as you're going along, and you just kind of see the way people are putting their teams together. And mm-hmm. it's like – the more you draft with the same people, you kind of learn their patterns. Like, there's there's one guy in, in our league that tends to load up on rookies every year. We talked about um, uh, my guy Ballard who picked at the end – he picked 12th. Man, that was my favorite – when I saw that guy's uh, pick at twelve thirteen, uh, I got a half chub, man. Uh, <laughs> he, he sniped two of my guys right there, Javante Williams and Kyle Pitts. Took Kyle Pitts above Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews. Yeah, and I first was just like, end off the board. Yeah, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, man, I like that guy. That guy's got high T. He's yeah. got that high testosterone yeah, energy dude. there. He's very ballsy. Yeah, he took Trey Lance, too. He did, and he took him fairly – I mean, if you go by the ADP, he took him fairly high from what I can remember, but you can't – it's it's one of those things like we were saying about like if you if you have a guy you want go get him yeah get your guys you know get yeah your guys. and it's it's he very much has his guys that he goes for every year and he he takes them and I think it's I would rather have that or I would rather take that as a strategy as opposed to like I'm going to draft based solely off the rankings value I, drafting it's called value drafting yep. you let whoever's falling slide to you and yeah it's two t- completely different strategies and um. You know, you kind of want to do both, right? Yeah. If yeah. something gets crazy, values like I got DK Metcalf in the sixth round in my league last night. 
I just couldn't let him slide. I already had yeah. three wide receivers. I can't let DK go. Yeah, because you get. I mean, at that point too, depth is important as hell. Right. And bye you have week, to have bye depth, weeks. Dude. I got another stud to plug into that wide receiver three position. Exactly, so. dude. Exactly. And it, well, the thing with DK is, and dudes love DK, and I like him okay as a player. But you, like we were saying, you have to take the entire picture into consideration. And this year, he's got either Geno Smith or Drew Locke. And it's like that. That's the only thing that kind of scares me away from him, dude. Yeah, you know? but he's one of those. He's one of those top five percent of receivers that he's just so physically gifted yeah. that it might not matter who's throwing him the ball. When he gets the ball in his hands, he could break for a hundred yard touchdown every time. Remember yes. him hawking that defensive player down last year? Yeah, running dude. about twenty eight miles an hour. <laughs> that was yep. like the play of the year. But too Booty bad Baker. it wasn't worth any fantasy points. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that shit was all over everything, though, dude. Yeah. Everywhere. It's funny because he. Fucking Howie, dude, for all the great moves he's made since last week's episode, like J.J. Arcega-Whiteside gets drafted over D.K. Metcalf. We trade J.J. Arcega-Whiteside to Seattle, and then they just cut that dude. And it's like, man, we could have had D.K. instead. So you had D.K., A.J. Brown, and fucking Devontae Smith. Well, at least y'all dealt Rager. <laughs> Thank God, dude. I was so happy. So you remember? I know J- you were. I texted it to you the second it happened. Yes, and that I was like, all right, first live reaction video went up on the page. So... It was like, all right, we have to do a video about Jalen Rager getting traded really quick because that was the fact that of all teams that he went to Minnesota, (laughs) the team that fucking laughed when we drafted him, you know, and Rick Spielman now is without a job, the GM that drafted Jefferson. And it's just funny that now he's teammates with Justin Jefferson. So I don't know. Somebody comment on last week's episode and was like, Rager's going to kill it with us. You'll see. Like, yeah, okay, dude. My like, how the turntables. Yeah, like, thanks <laughs> thanks for the comment. We appreciate it. Feel free to leave whatever thoughts you are down there in the thing below us. But I, I, don't, I don't see that being feasible, dude. I really don't. I hope, but then again, I've seen this before where, like, a dude will be cheeks for the birds and go elsewhere and just go off. So, you know, who knows? Maybe Buddy was right. I just, I don't see it with Rager, man. I don't. Yeah, me neither. Um, amongst your picks, dude. Where uh were there any that you made that that you have reservations about or because there was admittedly one of mine that I made that kind of derailed me briefly. Yeah, which one was that? <clears throat> Elijah Mitchell, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that. Elijah Mitchell, I I and it's not him. I think especially after because one of the things I took into consideration was I need a second running back here, and the birds just picked up Trey Sermon who got waived. So, and I I thought he was probably the most talented back of the Niners backfield aside from Mitch. So I'm like, okay, you get him out of the way. They drafted that dude in the third round who I can't remember what Tyrion Davis price, Tyrion David price. Yeah. So, and, and I think they've still got Jeff Wilson on the roster. Jeff but, Wilson jr. Is probably their number two. I scooped him this morning in our league. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's a good pickup, dude. It's yeah, a good pickup. Yeah. I probably should have done that. Cause I love a good handcuff. Um, and it, like Naheem Hines, if you take Jonathan Taylor, I did that last year, just in case I didn't need him. But that shit's crucial, dude. Like, V took A.J. Dillon. She's got Aaron Jones. And I'm yeah, like, Yeah, she had to spend man. up for Dillon, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and Dillon was a dude that I was looking at. Cause I wanted him, too. I needed running back depth bad. And instead, I think I took, like, Michael Carter for the Jets or something. And it's like, Brees Hall's another one that went incredibly high. 
I don't have the draft in front of me, but I think he went in the third round. Yeah, dude. so Brees is going to have to contend with Michael Carter for the first half of the year. They're going right. to be splitting that backfield probably 50-50 down the middle, and I don't want half of the Jets' touches at running back. Like, agreed, agreed. Once dude. somebody wins the backfield, let me get them then, but I don't want to figure out – I don't want to be there for the finding out process. Yeah, dude, especially investing high draft capital on a dude. Like, I took Carter and I think, like, the 11th or 12th yeah. because it was like he's there and I need the depth. Yeah, but, Carter went super late in my draft last night. I think he went in the 12th or 13th yeah and it's like great value for him there great yeah value. like at that point like you were saying at that point you can afford to roll the dice on dudes a little bit oh you know? absolutely that's kind of when you start looking at you know rookies and shit like that but you know i i it's interesting because i the elijah mitchell pick i didn't hate but i didn't i i was looking at my roster and i was like something about that i don't like dude and that was after Najee Harris in the first, Stephon Diggs in the second, Herbert in the third, and I can't remember who the hell I took in the fourth. David Keenan. Montgomery? No, it was Keenan Allen, actually. It was okay. Keenan Allen. Yeah, that's you're when, right. yeah, you took Mike Williams either right after me or yeah, right before me. Yeah, it was right me. after that because yeah. I was hoping you were going to pick the wrong one. Yeah, and I did. <laughs> I did. I mean, again, Jory's still out, but I after yeah. I made that pick, I was like, should have been Williams, dude. Yeah. Should have been Williams. Agreed. But you live and you learn. Yep. So as far as um, picks that I might have regretted, um, like I was saying earlier, one of the keys to drafting is don't take players on bad teams. And the value I got on these two guys was great. So I got DeAndre Swift in the third. He goes yeah. he goes around like the 13th, 14th pick usually. I think I got him at like pick 34 or so. So happy with him there, but not happy with having a Detroit Lion as part of the core of my team. Uh, <laughs> but also, if you're going to have one, that's the one to have. Oh, yeah, and their offensive line should be good, too. They should have yeah. a top-five offensive line. So we'll see what old uh, Cheeks Jared Goff can do with that. But <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. And then the other one that I'm not the biggest fan of was DJ Moore, but I got DJ Moore super late. I got him in the sixth round. He generally goes in the third or fourth round. Yeah, dudes and love him. Man. Yeah, I'm but, not big on him either. But, but look what Baker Mayfield did to Odell Beckham. Yeah. Like, yeah, people are saying, "Oh, DJ Moore." Oh, okay, one of my biggest sticklers when it comes to evaluating new wide receivers with new quarterbacks. All these fantasy analysts love to use the phrase, "It's the best quarterback he's ever played with." <laughs> like, okay, yeah. it might be the best quarterback he's ever played with, but he's played with Ryan Leaf, Mark <laughs> right. Sanchez, and you know Baker Mayfield. Like, right. all right, Brian yeah. Hoyer. Yeah, you got the shiniest turd in the bowl. Yeah. Congratulations. Good for you, Ryan Mallett and shit. <laughs> Mallet, talk about Mallet finger. Russell Wilson, what's he going to do coming off that Mallet finger injury? I know, dude. I know. Denver, that whole division, man. That whole division. Oh, it should be a fantasy gold mine, but you it know, should be. He it was, should be. He was throwing up that West Side. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a what an odd dude he is, man. I can't stand Russell. Let's Wilson. ride. Great guy, but I guess he's taking Christ with him from Seattle to Denver now, which oh, is good man. that it's a West Coast thing. They're both West Coast teams because God's very busy on Sundays in the West Coast. <laughs> Got to Four, be. 425. Yeah, Russ Wilson takes him in his back pocket with him everywhere. Um, yeah, dude. I uh, The main one that stuck out for me is I sent you a text yesterday that I was like, let me just let me just for the hell of it. Because every year I have like a guy try to sneak in, and it was Rashad Bateman for me this year and it was weird because i had already had all the receivers i needed at the time but i really wanted bateman for depth kind of like you were describing with dk and i was like okay this will be a start for my bench here i can get depth i love him and i can easily see him being a fucking starter and then maybe i can flip like a jalen waddle for you know something yeah 
and you snipe me, dude. And those snipes are the worst. We got in each other's way a couple times because Swift was a snipe. I was going to take him to pick after you I did. I couldn't believe he was there. That was a value pick. I didn't yeah. want to draft two running backs that early, but I can't let my RB5 go past me in the third round. No, that, you that's can't, That's just value-based drafting, right? For sure. Where I had team get my guys, but team, I can't let value slide that far. Yeah, yeah, and that, because I was, I was going to go, and you ended up walking away with Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Swift, which is just gross. Yeah, I got Madison to back him up, too. So yeah. if he goes, I was the Dalvin Cook owner in my high stakes, high stakes league last year, and I uh, learned the hard way, you need Alexander Madison. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't going to let him go. And also, there's trade rumors surrounding Alexander Madison. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah there's, they were just saying last week that um, – um, they were accepting offers for him. Also, on a bunch of my fantasy teams, there's trade rumors surrounding Kareem Hunt. He was rumored to go to Philly for a little while. Yep, yep. But, all right, I got Alexander Madison and Kareem Hunt on my benches in a lot of leagues. So, here's a scenario for you. Leonard Fournette or Devin Singletary go down week one. And if Kareem Hunt or Alexander Madison end up on Tampa or Buffalo, I have a top three fantasy option in both those backfields. A, a thousand percent, dude. So I've, I go very high upside with my backup running backs. So. Yeah, for Nets one, for Nets one, I stayed the hell. I can't remember who took him. He went pretty fucking high, uh, too. It was Thomas at number one, yeah. It, that's right, yeah, He's top got, of the third, I think. Yeah, Taylor and Fournette. Shout out to our guy. But, I, yeah, I was when I saw Fournette, I, there's some picks you make, and, like, you know, I – I've been drafting with Thomas long enough. I, you know, I look, he's the one that got me into fantasy, actually. So I'm not shitting on this pick, but, you know, and I think that just comes down to like there's certain people that people are high on guys that you're not and vice versa. But when I saw Fournette, I was just like, ooh, I felt like Eddie Lacy kind of to me. And Eddie Lacy burned me, you know, pro- previously. Yeah, I had Eddie Lacy on some teams back in the day as well. Yeah, not a good time, dude. <laughs> it not wasn't. A good time. It wasn't. You know, but it, yeah. And it, matter of fact, thinking about it now, Cook was a snipe too because I was going to go Cook. I wanted, I wanted Chase bad as hell. I did not think he, he was going to make early. He, he went, went at like three or four. Yeah, four, I couldn't dude. believe that. It was crazy because I, I, I thought there might be I, Jefferson. The three guys I was telling you about, when we were texting a few days before the draft, were Jefferson, Chase, Najee Harris, mm-hmm. and I was like, I really wanted fucking Chase, but I thought there was a chance he would get. I knew Jefferson wouldn't yeah um and then i i thought about it. i'm like you know what no after we were texting i was like let me go cook and then you took cook right before me and i was like shit man i gotta tell you Corey, Najee scares the piss out of me this year with that liz frank sprain that no one knew about until like last week yep. that offensive line is one of the worst in the league and I they know, got see. mitchell trubisky yep um <laughs> It just that is a scary scary proposition for me uh i i was hoping you were gonna not take Najee there i, I, I feel bad for you no i do and it's i've had first rounders blow up in my face before man it, you want to hit a home run well, obviously you, you, you alluded to it earlier and the most valuable thing in fantasy is volume right and Najee, yeah. i think he set a record for um carries for a rookie last year but you know you don't want 300 carries behind that o-line we'll see no, what happens we'll see what happens but i i was very off of Najee. That's the reason why I ended up because Derrick Henry was there. I passed on him because I'm like it's some it's the Ricky. He scares, Will- he scares me too. Yeah, it's the Ricky Williams effect, dude. That's why I was like, okay, Najee, at least he's young. I would have you know. honestly, I would have took DeAndre Swift. <laughs> and, yeah, and he fell to the third. Yeah, I was, I was, I'm going for the upside and the volume with Najee. I, I right. didn't, I didn't want to touch Mixon because I, I've had Mixon before. I had him last year actually. Him I and, did too. Him and Jonathan Taylor, and I love Mixon, but Mixon's one of those guys too that at some point. 
you're coming on the back nine. And I'm like, I don't want to get stuck with that. I'd rather opt for the upside. Even it like when I made that pick, I did not love it though. Cause I was like, everybody I really, really wanted is gone. Well, so Najee's saving. Well, his saving grace was that he's young and not going to get injured. But that, that once, once that Liz Frank thing came out last night and the fact that no one knew about it until he owned up to it, that just scares me bad, Mm -hmm. bad. Talk about a way to derail your fantasy season draft guys that go out. I had a team last year that had, uh, my first two picks were Alvin Kamara and Calvin Ridley. Jesus, and I was dude, without yep. Kamara for 70% of the season, and we all know what happened to Calvin Ridley. <laughs> yep. Big yikes. Yep. He's a, he's a hustler. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, dude. It Ridley was one of those guys, too, that won leagues. Like the year before last year, I was in the championship oh, in large part because of Ridley. Yeah, so I was on Ridley as a rookie. Um, mm-hmm. It was before everyone knew to draft rookie wide receivers, but him going into that offense with Julio Jones, I was just looking at it that year, and I said, who is going to cover Calvin Ridley with right. Julio Jones on the other side of the field? This guy's a burner. He's going to be wide open. Yep. And uh, I'm pretty sure I won a league that year with Ridley on it. So Yeah, he was huge, dude. He was huge. And it's shit like that. Like, you forget about dudes like that that aren't around this year. Yeah, so the other one of the other big things with drafting um, that I moved towards this year is you want safety in your first two rounds. Yeah. You want guys that are going to be there on your team all year. So I was off McCaffrey. I was off Najee. I was off Derrick Henry. Um, I was very much on the young stud wide receivers because I don't think they're going to get hurt. Yeah. And the best ability, uh, the best ability is availability. You need those first two rounds. You want those guys to be there. So if I'm going to take a running back that early, I want him to be there. I know I took Dalvin Cook, but I also got Madison. So he's one of the true plug and play um, handcuffs. Handcuffs. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so I was comfortable with doing it there, but I just safety, safety, safety in those first two rounds. Yeah, it's, it's huge, dude. And that it, it, I took quarterback way early. Where are you at with taking a quarterback? Do you like to usually wait? Cause I typically subscribe to wait. Okay. Here's what I do with quarterback. The market in fantasy football has gotten so efficient over the last four or five years because there's, it's just popularity's exploded, right? Yep. So the the market's gotten very efficient at setting the price at quarterback. Six and seven years ago, late round quarterback was a viable strategy because you could get a good quarterback in the ninth, 10th, 11th round. Now the market knows who the top 12 quarterbacks are going to be. So you need to take one in the mid rounds now. True. And also um, having a quarterback with rushing upside is just a cheat code in fantasy. Uh, One of my favorite fantasy analysts, Rich Rebar, nicknamed it the Konami code. Oh, shit. From the old, like, Contra (laughs) games back in the day where you enter the cheats and you can't get killed. Yeah. So rushing quarterback is the Konami code of fantasy football. Uh, Shout out RG3. Shout out Mike Vick. Yep, yep. Back in the day, I I won some money with them. Yeah, they uh, they it definitely, and that's why I was high on. I hate to say it, hurts. Like I, I love hurts as a fantasy option more than I do as the actual franchise quarterback for the birds. Dude. Yeah, I have hurts in um, m- multiple <laughs> leagues, and I have Trey Lance in multiple leagues. I need the high, the high rushing upside. Yeah. Gotta have it. Yeah, dude, I, I'm a Herbert guy. If if I'm gonna go not rushing, that's where I'm Yo, gonna go. Or the or the AFC West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me that. Give me that all day. Yeah. Even Derek Carr, dude. Oh Even man. Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr got sniped from me. I had Trey Lance last night, and then uh, I was looking to take Derek Carr in like the 13th or 14th round. And that's not really a snipe. That's I just didn't take you early enough. But right. th- he went to another team. Yeah, dude. I, I was upset. Yeah. No. It's it's, it's it's nice to have a good backup. I think mine's Stafford. I think I took Stafford. 
but I I've had Herbert. This is now three years in a row I've had Herbert, and you love fan- and, and you love fantasy football because you love watching Chargers games. That's it, dude. That's it. And like you were saying, the AFC West is going to be track meets all the time. That's right. Draft so, players on good teams. It'll make your fantasy experience better. Yes, a thousand percent, dude. Because that's what it's about. There's nothing better than having multiple TVs set up and just. You know, you cut your squad on one, and then you just – what I usually do is whatever in that window, if it's, if the birds are on, right, you pick, like, your biggest fantasy player from that window and cut that game on the other TV. And then, obviously, right. you got yep. your phone. Yeah, and then I have NFL Red Zone going on my phone, and I'll have an earbud in with the Red Zone guy yeah, talking dude. to me. Yeah, yep. it's a good system. It's a blast, dude. It's a blast. Can't I can't wait, wait I'm, for Sundays, I'm dude. S- I'm so happy, man. <laughs> Me too, bud. Me too. It's it's. I just realized this morning, and I knew this. I was like, Christ, we have like football season's here in three days. Thursday night, Bills and Rams, dude. This oh, is going to be a good one. Oh man, this I got to. I got to tell a little story about last year in my high stakes league. So la- last year, Thursday night, my high stakes league, a buddy of mine was in the DraftKings Millie Maker, and I have a really good group text going on in my high stakes league. We were talking all throughout the game. So late in that game, late in that game, he starts sending us screenshots of his DraftKings Millimaker team, and he's he's splitting the Millimaker for forty grand, holy shit, for forty thousand dollars. And he was like, as long as well, I think it was somebody on Tampa uh, didn't get a catch, um, and he won it. He won forty fucking grand uh, week one of my high stakes Damn, league, dude. and it was just such a good bonding experience for the league. Yeah, dude, uh, we're gonna make him buy the trophy this year. Yeah, no, forty grand, dude. That's the least you could do. Yeah, I think he ended up getting like twenty seven or something like that. But still, still, man, let me get that. Still, yeah, I, I eventually am going to peruse the world of gambling and DraftKings. Um, oh, it's it's fun. Uh, Daily fantasy is it's just another it's another beast. I devote so much of my time to being good at season long. Yeah, that I I can't give it any more time to really dive into daily the right. way I need to. But all of most of the really really good fantasy minds and fantasy analysts they do season long analysis as their as their like bread and butter to get paid for it right they make money playing daily yeah i see there's something to me i i like the i like the cuz i'm draft obsessed dude i love the element of drafting your team and yeah, it me being too. You know, you build, man. Like last year, you know, I I won the league, but I started two and five, dude. I started like shit, and you know, it's like you gotta you gotta stay in there. You gotta make trades. You gotta make moves. Like obviously, everybody doesn't do that, you know. But and this was the first year of the league too. This was like, you know, and look, stuff happened, and you know, I I kind of I wasn't locked in the way I should have. But this was the first year that there wasn't at least one auto draft person to start the draft. Which was really nice. Like when I like we got in and like around eight twenty came and everybody was in there waiting. I was like, yeah, it was a okay. wo- it was a wonderful draft. I had a great time in that draft. And like we said, not, nothing too egregious until late. You yeah, know? yeah, dude. So if folks in the league comment, <laughs> hey, I know we talked about um, players on team on our teams that we didn't like. Give me a give me your favorite pick off of your team. <sighs> okay, let me pull the squad up really quick, man. Um, I was actually looking at this ironically, and my dumb ass doesn't remember, because I was looking and um, Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle, Waddle. that's man, who it was. Target monster. He's got that connection with Tua already too. Yeah, and defenses are going to be focused on uh, Tyree Kill. The only thing that bothers me about the Dolphins is they're going to be the 49ers East. Yes, they're going to be the 49ers East. They're going to hand the ball off, mm-hmm. you know, however many times a game and then they're going to do play action 
Tua yeah. is going to be glorified Jimmy Garoppolo, you know. Yep. I mean, yep. but who's going to be Debo Samuel? Exactly, dude. Well, is that, it going to be Tyreek or is it going to be Jalen? It's going to be Waddle. <laughs> yeah. I, I love Waddle, dude, and I think I got I him. I love him, in, too. I love him, too. I think I got him in the fifth, I believe. I passed on him. I could have drafted him, but I passed on him. I, you I, worried me. I'm him. worried about he's got a soft tissue injury going mm-hmm. on, and soft tissue injuries are – the crux of fantasy football, man. Guys get a lingering hangs, hamstring, you know. I got one, Julio Jones. I got him, like, in the Late. 12th or 13th round. Yeah. But, yeah, what if Julio Jones is still Julio Jones? What if Tom yeah, Brady wants to prove an old guy narrative Yeah, and he, and he gets 1,250 yards and 12 touchdowns? I do not think that's going to happen. But I'm here for it if it Crazier does, if I can take did. him in the 13th, right? Yeah, Peyton right. Hillis had a season. Yeah, so, oh, Peyton crazier Hillis. Shit's oh, happened, man, dude. Peyton Hillis. Oh, <laughs> got, you're making me nostalgic now, Corey. He got a he got a Madden cover out of that uh, shit, Yeah, he dude. did. 44 for the Browns. Yeah, What bro. up? <laughs> I really like – I took Raheem Mostert, too, man, late, which I to, – to your point – You could have had a home run with that. That's what – yeah, I took him in, like, the, the 11th or 12th, again, because running back depth, and it was just like, okay, if, if we're going if, – if something happens to Najee, I'm going to need dudes like that. What about you? Oh, man. Can I <laughs> – please let me tell you about this, man. Fantasy is supposed to be fun, right? And uh, all this draft season, you know, since the NFL draft all the way up through our drafts, yeah. Um, hype grows on players, right? And I was all aboard the George Pickens hype train. I uh-huh. love this dude. And he is hilarious. Have yes. you seen the picture of him on draft night watching himself get drafted? Yeah, dude. I changed the picture of my team to that today. He just <laughs> he just makes my heart smile. I love the guy. Yes. But I got, you know, I got some funny things I want to say about George Pickens. He's the second coming of Antonio Brown. Uh, Pittsburgh just takes these low character guys and turns them into studs man studs but you know team antonio brown team george pickens i'm pretty sure they know which crayons taste the best (laughs) you know i'm pretty sure and also here's a here's a george pickens uh comparison for you i think he's randy moss and bubba from forrest gump wrapped in one (laughs) i don't think i don't think he's all quite there but i mean if he puts it together with that talent he could just he could just be an animal. And also, yep. um, one of the things that gets fantasy analysts famous is coming up with, like, metrics. And mm-hmm. I think I've coming up with my own fantasy metric. And I call it targets per got that dog in them. Or okay. targets per dog in them, right? So, who, who led the league last year in targets per dog in them? Probably Debo Samuel, right? I want a guy that's got the talent through the roof, got that dog in him, and yep. then gets all the volume. So Team Debo Samuel leading the league in targets per dog in him. A.J. Brown is a candidate to do it this year. But George Pickens is right there to be targets per got that dog in him leader last year. And um, um, conversely, people that wouldn't be good if they got a ton of targets because they don't have that dog in them. (laughs) Mecole Hardman, right? You give Mecole Hardman 150 targets, he's going to score half the fantasy points that George Pickens does, right? Or uh, Jalen Rager was my other example. Just just (laughs) to keep you happy. Such a perfect example, dude. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, you got the extra chromosome to talent correlation. So... (laughs) There's so, a few of those. Yeah, you got T.O., you got Des Bryant, you got uh-huh. A.B. So uh-huh. it's just something about these guys that aren't all there mentally, but all that extra talent, tran- like brain talent, transfers to physical talent. Like these guys That's are monsters. It, and yeah. let me let me paint a little picture for you about jo- how George Pickens gets to 150 targets uh, on the year, okay? It's week one. The Steelers are playing the Bengals. They've The Steelers have somehow managed to stay in this game. It's mm-hmm. the fourth quarter. The Steelers are driving down the field, right? 
Chase Claypool catches a 40-yard bomb to put him in field goal range. They're down by one point. Mm-hmm. Chase Claypool does the Macarena. He gets a delay of game penalty, game over. <laughs> he gets traded to the Texans. Oh, shit, dude. Mike Tomlin's had it up to here with Chase Claypool shit. He has, He's dude. got to go. George Pickens season, baby. Yeah, no, I'm with you, dude, because Claypool, Claypool, it's very weird, dude, because you have, like, like this didn't – imagine if a T.O. was playing in this era because you have all the social media shit, dude. Like, if, if you're Claypool, man, and you're doing the TikToks before games and shit like this and the – there was an incident last year against Minnesota as well, I believe. I can't remember what was off the top of my head. But you're right, like Tomlin's over him. Yeah. Tom, and and if you're if you're Mike Tomlin and your team's kind of in a rebuild anyway, like you have that luxury in Pittsburgh where your team's only had Ship three coaches. Off. Yeah. Ship them off for picks. Right. Because you like you were saying, to your point, all they do is find receivers, you know, in the mid to late rounds that turn into, you know, Bro, the monsters. N- the NFL would be in deep doo-doo had the Packers took George Pickens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that guy, have you seen his highlights? Have you seen the the corner catches? I mean, the man is an animal. George Pickens season. He's another one late that I was eyeing. And I took him, I took him early. I took him early because I was mad. He kept getting sniped from me in other leagues. I took Pickens in the 10th and you're like, was it the 10th? Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's weird because I, there were picks that I knew we would get in each other's way on it. Once when we did the lottery and I, I, you and I were consecutive, I was just like, yeah, fuck, you, you don't want to see good competition next fuck. to you in a draft. Yeah. I, I, I was dealing with that in my draft last night with a couple of guys that are, that are very good fantasy players. Shout out, uh, John deal and Chuck Niedemar. Yep. Yep. Shout out to deal. Um, yeah, dude, it's, it's been a blast though, man. And now we've got what 72 hours and you know, it's kickoff on the season. This is going to be a good game too. bills and Rams is going to be a blast. I feel like every year, like you have the super bowl team kick the season off, but it, it like, I know for the year when we won the super bowl and we opened on Thursday night, we played Atlanta and I mean, it was, it was, it was a little bit of a different Atlanta team than you have now, but it, you know, I think last year was Tampa and Dallas Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to take an yeah, opportunity Tampa and to Dallas. on the Cowboys here, but it, eh, this feels like it's got, I mean, it, you know, like it's not college football where if you get bounced once, you're out of the conversation here, but right. this is, this could be a fucking Super Bowl. Oh, it's going to be a barn burner. Know? I can't wait. Yeah. And I'm looking at um, Gabriel Davis or DK Metcalf uh, as yeah. a roster decision. And I, I, I got, you know, DK Metcalf, all world talent, but he's got Geno Smith throwing him the ball. Yeah, Buffalo's coming out against the Rams, and they're going to have to score a ton of points. I'm starting Gabriel Davis. Give me Gabriel Davis. People love him this year, man. Yeah, I took him. People love I took that him dude. fourth round in my highest stakes league. Yeah, it's not a joke. Yeah, it's it's real, dude. It's I mean, it, that's one of those teams I can very much see Odell. Like if you're Odell, it Buffalo or Green Bay, dude. I keep going back to like like where because because if you're him, you'd want to go to a contender. I would the think. Rams love him. Sean McVay loves him. If he yeah. comes back, he's gonna. The heavy favorite is the Rams. For sure, dude. For sure. And it's it's I don't know, man. Like the NFC is weaker, dude, but if if Stafford's healthy, which it seems like he's gonna be, I think the Rams are Yeah, Stafford, that that issue scares me. That's why I was kinda a little I'm not off of Cooper Cup, but is Cooper Cup even the best wide receiver on his team, talent wise? <sighs> Allen Robinson's Allen a Penn Robinson State guy, dude, is that so. Dude, he's good. He's man. that dude. He's good. What happens if they split those targets? Allen it could Robin- happen. Dude. Allen Robinson could beat Cooper Cup this year for sure because they haven't. It, this is the this. He's the most talented receiver Cooper Cup's played opposite of since he came, you know, into the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sammy Watkins. Eh, okay, sure. 
And I'm trying to think who else. Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Bobby is okay. Trees, man. Bobby Trees is a pro receiver. He is. He is. But Allen Robinson's a fucking problem, dude. Yeah. Like, I, when you stay on the radar in Chicago and Jacksonville with Bortles and hey, you man, know. I have a soft spot in my heart for Allen Robinson. Uh, he won me my first high stakes league title. I got him in the ninth round, uh, and he that was the year that he absolutely exploded in Chicago. Won yep. won me like twenty three hundred dollars. So yeah, dude. Allen, I love you, baby. He's great, man. He's great. Now he's going to be out there rocking bone colored jerseys this year. Right, and that's one. And that's one instance where you can say this guy's playing with the best fantasy quarterback of his career. Right. Yes. Yeah, because Matthew Stafford, all he does is make fantasy gold. Uh-huh. Calvin Johnson. Yeah, dude. Dog. He made Kenny Galladay's sorry <laughs> ass fantasy relevant. He did. Oh, he want to talk about the worst free agent signings in the world? Kenny Galladay, R.I.P. Yeah, New York Giants. Yeah, that was that was. I know Giants fans that were were geeked about that shit, <laughs> and it's like, go ahead, have fun, man. Yeah. Have fun. I don't. Yeah. I don't mind having. Even though all we have is had at the time was Darius Slay. That's fine. We'll 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 lock down Galladay twice a year. Oh, man. I'm not worried about him. Wandale Robinson's going to lead that team in targets. Agreed, dude. That was a sneaky good fucking pick. Yeah, I drafted him in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it it he's. I think I think he was drafted in ours by by the giant one of the Giants fans in the league. I oh, think. Team Extra Chromosome. We're for, forgetting about Kadarius Tony. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you seen his rap videos? No. Oh, I went down a Kadarius Tony rabbit hole last year, man. His uh, rap videos are painfully bad. Really? But, yeah. Cheeks? He, yo, but it's so bad, it's good, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a whole rabbit hole there. We yeah, they were ready dude. to ship. They were ready to ship him off uh, due to character stuff. They were trying to trade him, weren't they? I think so. That the entire Dave Gettleman's drafts were so fucking weird, dude. Yeah, they were so strange and. It, it, Tony was probably a first round talent, maybe. That quick tip twitch. He looked like Tyreek Hill last year when he had yeah, the ball in his hand. Yeah, dude. But it's just like you said, he's got that he's got that extra chromosome. <laughs> the elevator doesn't go all the way to the top. So you hey. can have look what happened with A B last year, dude. Right. Eventually the hourglass runs out of fucking sand. That's right. That's Eventually right. it does on well, all. Well, I just want to really. give you props, Corey. You put me on Brian Dable a couple years ago when yeah. I was talking football with you and we were talking I think it was when Washington was looking for their next head coach. And you were just all over Brian Dable. Yeah. And dude. I became the I value your football opinion immensely. Appreciate and uh, it, you man. you put me all over Brian Dable. So if they can if they can put something together in New York, Saquon Barkley is in a contract here, they yep. might run him into the ground. If he can stay healthy, he might be the R B, you know, one Easily. through five on the year. Easily, dude. Yeah. Dable was when we hired Sirianni. Which obviously, what a guy! What a guy! Oh man, I what got a fucking guy. I got, <laughs> I got to tell you all this. I listen to the pod a lot because I love you guys. Um, love but you too, brother. I, I started calling, uh, saying that to my almost my wife about our almost four year old. <laughs> so anytime, yeah. anytime my almost four year old does something cute or does something uh funny, what a guy! What a guy! <laughs> Shout guy. out my beautiful wife Kimmy and my son Bill. Yes, we love Bill, but he can't have an island though. That's exclusive to Sirianni. <laughs> okay, he can't have Fair an, at least not yet. But what a guy stands for sure. Uh, yeah, dude, I wanted Dable. I wanted him, but he's in our division now. But he also doesn't have Josh Allen to work with. He has fucking Daniel Jones. So there's that. Um, man. This has been a fucking blast, dude. This has been a blast, man. We've been talking about doing this more often. We definitely should make it a thing, man. I'll talk fantasy with you anytime you want, man. I'm made up with it. Uh, 
I should quit my job and become a fantasy analyst, I think. I, dude. My wife will kill me. <laughs> well, yeah, but eventually, hey, dude, pursue the dreams, man. Yep. Pursue the br- br- you know, Jim did it with Pam in the office. Why can't we do it? <laughs> why can't you know? we do it? Yeah. That's what I'm going to tell her when I get home. Yeah, why can't we have passions? And by we, I don't mean men, by the way. I mean fit, like actual people. <laughs> this is not, we're not sexist pod here. Not at we're all. We're not. So there's that. Um, so yeah, subscribe um, if you enjoy this. More fantasy content coming your way. Next episode, we'll have actually had football to talk about, so there's that. Um, Feel free to drop a comment with any fantasy shit you have to say or your thoughts to our thoughts. Man, really appreciate the time, dude. Really appreciate it, brother. We will absolutely be doing this again. We'll see you next week. Let's ride. And let's hope the birds are 1-0. What a fucking guy. What What a a guy. fucking guy. (laughs) Go birds. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? Looking like another grease pole, like extra chromosomes and stuff like that.